sold my soul to the bottle Still none of my friends have left me yet I'm the same man I was since the age of 13 And I've lived my life with no regrets If you're looking for some freedom All it takes is ten drinks minimum If you're looking for right It's Tendrick Minimum. It's the last party of the weekend. Welcome, everyone, to the show. Holly Ann is here. Hello. Man, I'm all doing this blind. Uh, <laughs> let's see. James is here. Hi, everyone. And uh, author of, let's see if I can get this. I had it pulled up, and now I can't see it. Author of the book Recipe for Time Travel, In Case We Lose Each Other, Christian Macaroon. Hello. Did I say that right? Yes. All right. <laughs> yes. Welcome. Oh, Will Fitzpatrick is already in the chat. Oh, hello, William. Yeah, he says hello. I'm going to pull Smiley out of my frame. Come on, man. Hey. <laughs> I hope you have a Shirley Temple, Will. Yeah. How's everyone doing today? I'm good. Yeah. I want to say it's a, it's a happy weekend. The uh, Montucky cold snack drought is over yay yes we have a cold snack we have the seltzer we have the seltzer in hand like yeah. i knew it existed i love how they put the cold snack and they they cross it out and they put seltzer in there yeah so i hope everyone is jealous of what we have they should be did you guys see the social media post where i, I had the two the two 12 packs on my shoulder like up there I like did. flexing them yeah I was like, then, wow, Chris is really working out today. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm working out those cans. Here was the funny part about it, right? I just so happened to be downtown. I don't even know what I was doing. I was eating lunch, and I just swung in to get, like, a Arizona tea, and they're like, man, we hit the mother load today, and they had all of the cases uh, stacked up, right? So how many, how many beers are in a case of beer? Uh, 24. 24. 24. Yeah. So I was like, I'll take a 12-pack of the seltzer, and then two cases of the beer. So they bring up two 12-packs. And I was like, no, I need two more. I need two cases. And they're like, oh, what do you mean? I was like, I, a case of beer is 24. And I had to explain it to the people at the liquor store. That's, that's disappointing. A little, that's a little strange, yeah. 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 <laughs> so they're like, you want so you want four 12-packs? I was like, that would be two cases. Oh, yes. I mean, that's what, you know. Maybe you should start using the term rack. And then they would understand. And that's a 30-something or other. you know. I don't know. I don't know what the kids are calling it these days, but so Christian, welcome to the show. Thank so we you. we met. How many years ago was it? It was several years ago. It was like 2017, maybe. You think so? Yeah, it was. Yeah, you were working for uh, Brewers Crew, the magazine, or you were like yes. freelancing, maybe for them. I don't know. I I was writing for them. Yes, as yeah. uh, one of their staff writers. Okay, and you interviewed me for like. Some like they they would do like all those magazines are like add 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 one column add add <laughs> and so I was like one of the columns one day I was like yes I was like I was one one quarter of a page and uh, that was pretty cool that you know and we met at a at a at the time it was dialogue mm -hmm. 
And you were, you were probably like, kidding. you were probably like this guy. And, and I feel really bad because I feel like I was super probably arrogant in that interview. I felt like. No, I don't think oh, you were. Okay, good. It was a fun interview. <laughs> so now you've come out with your own book of poetry. Yes. So what is it? You know, how did it come about? Like all the questions. So my book of poetry is a recipe for time travel in case we lose each other. Okay. And it is uh, a collection of poems that I've been working on since about 20, like between 2015 and now. So okay. the first poem in the book is was in 2015 and the most recent was in January th- oh, this wow. year. Wow. So, wow. Uh, so it was like last minute. Yeah, they're like, it they're actually like, kind of was. <laughs> your, 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 your publisher's like, we need more. He's like, we need one more. So I had to figure that out. <laughs> it was really fun. Um, and it actually fit. Like, it was nice to have a chance to sort of wrap um, mm-hmm. wrap up the book with one more story. Oh, wow. um, but it's a collection of poems that are more like, they're like speculative, speculative naturalist poems. Like, I write a lot about time travel, deep time, volcanoes. Oh, wow. Um, and some like there's some science fiction nods in there also. Okay. So it was fun to write, and it was sort of it started out writing about volcanoes, and I it morphed into something very entirely different. Oh wow! So, oh, that's cool. So did this like was this a pro? Like did did you set out? You're like I'm gonna write a bunch of poems and put them in a book and publish it, or was it just like, you know, you just you know I like poetry. You're like I feel like writing a poem because this is how I feel today. And I just they just kept accumulating. And you're like, well, I should put these together in a book. Kind of. I I did start like intentionally writing some some of these poems because I wanted to learn more about geology, and I wanted to learn about volcanoes and not just oh. the like r- really beautiful pictures of them that happen, but also like sort of the, you know the areas of disaster mm. that they affect and the people they affect and the legends that are associated and like how they've been happening. They happen now, but they've also been happening since, like, creation started. So uh, I started writing just to learn, and so I chose, like, several... I made a list of, like, volcanoes I wanted to read about, and um, I started looking at those and learning about those, and then it... I realized, like, well, I'm not really writing about volcanoes anymore. I'm writing about other things, too. So... I started writing about like deep time and okay. uh, space and monsters, and it just turned into all something the, all, very different. All, <laughs> the, all the stuff that no one cares about yeah. nowadays. Like, <laughs> nobody watches anything about monsters or space anymore. I know. I know, I know I have, nothing. <laughs> I didn't spend the entire weekend watching Doctor Who. <laughs> that is what it sounds like, right? I know that is one thing I like. I was like, when I read the, the title, I was like, this sounds like very Doctor Who ish. Like, are you like a big, are you a big sci fi fan? I am a big sci fi fan. What's your favorite stuff? Oh, that's a big question. <laughs> yeah. Wow, Chris. Wow. question there. Well, I mean, some people are big Doctor Who fans. Some people right. love Star Trek. Some people like Star Wars. And some people like it all. I, I mean, like it all. I like most of it. Yeah. I, I love Star Wars. Yeah. And I like Doctor Who, too. Um, yeah. There's a, there's a name for people like that. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. No, I'm just kidding. I love, all, I love all those things. I don't like Doctor Who. I've never, I've never been a fan of Doctor I Who. I think I would really like it, but I'm mm-hmm. overwhelmed by the prospect of starting it because mm. there's like a million seasons of it. Um, yeah, that is kind of hard. And then every time I ask somebody who's a fan, I get different advice of yeah. where to start because I really? guess it depends like who their favorite Doctor is. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know. Do they all use the sonic screwdriver or whatever it's called? There you go. Yeah, they do. Okay. Start off anywhere with that one. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know. I, I, don't, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Let's just say that. Uh-huh. I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm more of a Star Trek person than a Star Wars. I like but both equally. I do. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. I, and there's going to be some people out there that are like, that's not, that's not possible, It man. is possible. It uh, is. I don't know. So do you go like to conventions and stuff? I've never been to a convention, oh. and I, it is one of my lifelong dreams. <laughs> which, for which, which, con- which convention do you want to go oh, to? Oh, probably the Star Wars one. So I went to, uh, so I, I kind of was on the outskirts of the Star Trek one, and uh, <laughs> we were like, I was just in Vegas at the time, and it's in Vegas, and uh, it's, uh, I can't ever think of the name of that casino, it's not Bellagio, it's the one that's r- multiple towers, and there's like, there's like tunnels that connect them. Oh. Anyway. We go, and uh, my friend is like, yeah, there's the Klingon uh, karaoke mm. going on. Wow. <laughs> and uh, I'll tell you this. That was, <laughs> I didn't pay for a ticket, but I would have paid for a ticket to get into that. So you go in, and I mean, there's easily two, 300 people in this room, and about 60 pe- 60% are, are in costume. And there are people on stage dressed as Klingons singing <laughs> Journey in Being Klingon. Klingon. Yeah. And... I'm sitting there like watching this and I'm, you know, I'm drinking beers and I leaned over to my friend. I was like, this is crazy. Right. And he goes, you're telling me, he's like, I dropped acid before this. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm like, wow, that's a, that was a, that was really a crazy idea to do that. So, or a great idea. Yeah. But they had the, uh, are, which Star Trek are you a fan of? Like the old, the new next generation or the newer stuff? I like next generation. Okay. So they had at the, at the casino, as you're walking down the, hallway they had the borg pods and you could get up in the borg pods and take pictures and i and i was like that's pretty that's pretty amazing i'm jealous that you got to i just nerded myself okay good because i was was gonna say this has to be equal yeah (laughs) next gen and deep space nine all day (sighs) nobody likes deep throat nine you guys stop lying just kidding. People do like it. I don't. Okay. I, I love it. I, I love to, all of it. I so. need to rewatch it because, like, I never liked it whenever it was out. What is wrong with you? Uh, I don't know. I don't. Know. Too I, much political intrigue in it. Too much <laughs> drama. <laughs> I'm sorry. I need. I need. I need more holodecks and. Uh, they have a wormhole. They yeah. have a freaking wormhole. I guess. Yeah, so. How do you not enjoy that? So, um, so what's your background like? Like, jur- I mean, it's definitely journalism, correct? Like, did you go to college for English? Like, did you major in English? I did major in English. I did. I majored in creative writing, actually, wow. not not journalism. But I've done. Um, I've worked in journalism for a few different magazines, and um, the Brewers Crew was one. And then I worked for an arts magazine in Santa Fe for oh. a little while, also. Yeah. But um, my background is mostly in f- like writing fiction and uh, poetry, and then I've taught English composition for oh, a while okay. at UNM Valencia. Oh, wow. Oh. So um, is this your first published book or is this one of multiple? This is my first full-length collection. I published a, a short chapbook in uh, 2015 with Swimming with Elephants Press. And okay. that was a collection of five poems about hurricanes. Um, oh. And... It was, that was my very first book. How, so, how can someone from New Mexico write poetry about hurricanes? That's exactly why I wrote it, yeah. <laughs> because I went to uh, 
I went to a master's program in Massachusetts. Ah, okay. And so that was one of the things that I sort of, like, that was, I mean, when I moved back here, that was, like, kind of what I, it triggered my writing um, Mm. a lot. I was like, okay, I'm writing about the weather because it's, it's, like, one of the first most noticeable things when you move and then when you move back. Um, Oh, yeah. But it was, like, that I was trying to tell some stories about my life and what was coming Sort of how I was able to shape those was to think like, okay, well, this year was this storm and the next year was this storm and the third year was this storm. And it turns out there was like five years and five storms. And Jeez. So, I don't know how people live uh, like that. Sounds like a hellish landscape. I to know. Me. Right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're all, you're all, they really like lobster. <laughs> <laughs> I did write about fishing for cod in one of the poems. Oh, wow. Book. So did you, did you, so did when you got this published, is this like self-published? Did you do you have a publisher? This is through uh, this press, amazing press in Boston or outside of Boston called Game Over mm. Books, and I found them. Um, I found them on some writing websites, and I looked at their their work, and they published a lot of really fantastic writers and um, like really cool experimental uh, and like themes like they have some um like that are just like experimental poetry and then there's also some really really amazing like voices that you know that just should be amplified and um they give they give those writers a lot of priority and um i was really happy to find them they also really like they wrote on their on their mission that they want to read about like video games and oh wow um, science fiction and that's like what I was like oh this is great for me that's perfect right perfect. So, how did you feel when you opened that first box of it books? was amazing it was like I was I I didn't get to see them until like a couple of days before the book came out um, and it's just I knew it was gonna be beautiful the artist Mar Sprague did an incredible work on the cover. But just to see it in person was just like wow. it was fun. I can't imagine that where like the That's box amazing. comes, it's out on the porch, and you're like, <gasps> you like <laughs> drive up and you see it, or you go out there and you're like, my books. It's like something you made, something It'd be you created. Way more exciting than my Amazon packages. Right, mm-hmm. uh, those yeah. are exciting too, though. I don't know. I have a baby, so a lot of my oh. Amazon packages are like air fresheners for a diaper pail. Oh, <laughs> you that's know? fair. It's so that's it's way not a, more it's not a it's not a box of books that you wrote. No, definitely, definitely mm. never had that experience. Hopefully someday, though. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. Is it? Is it nice? <laughs> it is. Have are you published? Yeah, I was a I was a board member in a nonprofit. We made uh, language materials all the time. I remember. I remember the first one I did uh, <laughs> illustration in. Of course, of course. Well, the first time I was published, I was eight. It was for poetry. <laughs> wow. You guys don't ask much questions about me. <laughs> we don't. We ask a lot of questions, but you know, you just give us you just give us tidbits here and there. Yeah. Anyway, You're... only when it's topical. So where so where uh, where are they distributing it to? Are they putting it in bookstores or? It will be in some bookstores. Yeah. It is mostly distributed through the press right now. So oh, okay. Um, it's available through their website. Um, not yeah, so not very many places other than that. Um, well, I have a list. They have a list on their website of bookstores they distribute oh. to. When awesome. uh, when will people help, you know pe- people be able to go like on Amazon and buy it? They're not going to put it on Amazon. <gasps> Ooh, so, controversy. I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, so. that's fine. Yeah, I mean they are, they they did start out with books. I mean, it's weird yeah. that it's weird that that happened, right? But Amazon kind of kind of. Are they do do they do something else besides books now? 
<laughs> I'll have to look into it. I've just no, that's yeah. Um, so, is there like plans of like you gonna do like a, a book tour or? Well, because because of a pandemic, I don't know that I'm going to do a, a mm-hmm. very large. Uh, oh, that's over. Tour. I'm just kidding. It's not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but I, I'm trying to do a lot of like virtual events and some mm-hmm. in person, uh, close to home. Okay. Maybe this summer we'll open are up gonna, a little you, bit more. Are you going to go into, like, do readings in in a store? like? That would be fun. A yeah. lot of bookstores are still not doing in-person events. Really? So, yeah. Just... Well, you could do a Zoom one. I saw some Zoom stuff like that over the pandemic. Yeah. They would go to a bookstore and, like, Zoom it to people. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ooh. you know, it was kind of interesting. Do you want to read a poem on sure. there? Yeah? Which one are you going to read? And tell us everything okay. about it. <laughs> Uh, so the first poem I will read is... We don't have to read... You know, I don't want you to give the book away for free. People are like just listening to the show so they don't have to buy it. <laughs> I think it's really hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would do. All right. Well, would you like a poem about time travel or volcanoes? Time travel. Okay. This is a first on Tindrink Minimum. A published author is reading their work on the air. Uh, This poem is called Pulse. If there is a mirror to time, it is a garden of futures unfurling to this, whatever this certainty is, and I imagine looking ahead of me into this shimmer, looking out of a tower of comet dust, to tell you something unstar-crossed, and that the center of the Milky Way tastes like raspberries, and that is why I loved once and lived still. If there is a mirror to time, I can imagine that I see my past before me, and before me, my father, a small child at a lake in the middle of a prairie that will one day be an ocean, and he is learning now to one day be my father, and he is putting fossils back into earth and pouring fish back into rivers, and already learning how to love me even though I live in time behind him, and he is looking forward at his father who is forging his own fortitude, a small child pouring fish back into rivers and his grandfather walking in those mountains for the first time, small and pouring fish back into rivers. And even if there is a mirror to time, a river of matter, we cannot fathom it the way it also cannot measure the moments. My father has felt the mountains around him and thought, God is here, and how he gave that love to me before he gave that love to me, and how we both learned that life is exquisite and time endless, and you should see the ruins in space, and how they cannot crumble, not unlike a pulse, how they flower. Oh, well. That was pretty awesome. Thank you. So that was amazing. Who are your, like, influences? For for poetry, I, I do read a lot of poetry. Um, the poet that made me first want to write poetry is Joy Harjo, who's their National Poet Laureate now. Yeah. Okay. Right. I love everything that, that she writes and... Um, and it's like phenomenal just to hear her read and speak about writing. Um, I also love like um, like writers like Ray Bradbury who are oh, okay. very like lyrical and um, like very like unique in how he like he's very unique in how he deals with time and how he like structures story and and a lot of times it's you know it jumps back and forth and there's a lot of discussion of impact in his work and I think um, that is probably why I'm drawn to that. Also, um, there's a lot of other um, poets who 
who I enjoy, but they're, uh, I think those are the top two that I'm... Okay. That's interesting, yeah. It's like, it's, I remember when I, when I moved here, there seemed to be a lot bigger, like, poetry scene than maybe there is now. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, you know, and, and that was even pre-pandemic, because like, you said the, the Poet Laureate, I mean, we have a, like, is it Albuquerque or is it New Mexico that has one? We have we have two. We have okay. one for Albuquerque is Mary Wishi and Levi Romero mm-hmm. is the state poet laureate. How do you so how do you like attain that? Like it's a year long like role. Right. So how does someone like do they do like a you submit like poems or They have a committee that will every few years or however long the cycle is will review applications mm-hmm. and like published materials and book materials, but it's also very community driven. So the poets who are chosen are poets who do a lot to give back to the community and create events where they're elevating like the voices of artists um, around the community and give, you know, making safe spaces for people to, to come and hear art or complete art. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. And uh, like, I remember like when I, there used to be a huge like spoken word. Mm-hmm. Has that like gone? Is that like gone, or is that like something that just it just goes through phases where it comes back? I think it's a kind of a thing that goes through phases. Mm. There, there still is a very large poetry and uh, writing community. Uh, the events, obviously, because of pandemic, have slowed down. Yeah. It's a lot more virtual stuff that's happening, um, but it's still very live, and that's yeah. really exciting. Um, Do you like to read your poetry live? I do like to read it live. I'm not a slam poet, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there, I, I have done that before, and it's very fun. But it's um, I find that like the, some of the things that I write are more like more page-driven or right. like, okay. s- yeah, yeah. Less, comp- less competitive. Okay. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like doing um, comedy roasts either for the yes. same reason. I don't find it fun. But um, that's awesome. That's interesting because you're like, I want to roast to you. That's what you told me. Well, no, I just roast you every day, like no. an everyday life. Dang. You know, <laughs> burns, sick burns. You're just so roastable. Cause... Yeah, I am. I mean, I, I throw softballs up there. Yeah, but you so, also like you're fun to roast. Uh, so, you're not mean. So I was with the uh, the the monsoon music house guys on friday uh-huh. they were doing this like crazy live podcast out during the art walk while oh, they yeah. while uh, people walk by and they were trying to sell stuff too and one of the guys was like he's like hey what are you what are you guys doing and the one kid goes your mom and just kept walking and i was like <laughs> everybody was like oh and i was like yeah, you kind of threw that up in the air. <laughs> yeah, you kind of you kind of opened that door. He, you just he, walked right through he, it. He blasted it right out of the park. You know? <laughs> but yeah, that was an interesting thing. But oh uh, damn, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. I knew there was something I was supposed to be doing, not just binge watching Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, oh, well. are we supposed to go to that? No. Oh, okay. You didn't have to. I showed up. Like the art walk kind of was pretty pretty dead. You mm-hmm. know, and I was gonna save this to the second hour, but like. I have figured out, I have figured out, you know, Albuquerque people are pretty tough. Yeah. I know the weakness. It, I definitely know our weakness. Yeah. It's called weather. It is yes. weather, yes. It is. Okay. Yeah. It's like, it's like, you want to go outside and fight? Fuck yeah, I want to go. Look out the window, there's wind. Mm. Mm. No, yeah. I don't think I'm going to. You want a uh, Mario Kart instead? <laughs> yeah, there's like right. rain, or wind, rain, wind, rain. Uh, you know, um, <laughs> snow probably will we'll probably go out and fight yeah. in the snow. But like, if it's windy, 
we're, forget it. We're not doing nothing. Yeah, as a bartender, you always kind of knew you weren't going to make yeah. a lot of tips if it was raining or it was windy. Mm. And as a comedian, I'm like, oh, tonight's going to be real light. Yeah, that's our weakness. Mm. Yep. We just can't handle it. It's, it's our kryptonite. It's true. You walk outside. I mean, well, it looks it looks sunny every mm-hmm. day. Uh-huh. You're like, yeah. that could be anything. You walk outside and you're all, nah. Not no. today. I guess I'm doing the errands tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. I Maybe next those. week. Whenever, whenever this goes away. Whatever yeah. this is. Whatever <laughs> this I, I, is. I could eat ramen for another couple days. Yeah, yeah. It's not important. Yeah. My cat's still got some wet food hidden somewhere. Yeah. I'll just feed him the, the old the old meat that's in the fridge. Yeah, yeah the lunch meat that I'm going to throw away anyway. That's <laughs> right, now. right, right. That's our weakness. We just don't like that weather. We're like, oh, no, darn. No, 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 no. So our walk was pretty, pretty dead. Yeah. Because it was windy because it's March. Also, uh, the March winds always make my allergies terrible. Uh, like, I'm all congested right now because... Yeah. And now is not the time to be sneezy and coughy in public. People, nope. you know, don't like yeah. that. I feel like it's getting better on that. There was an incident this morning. Our friend, uh, or enemy of the show, Dandy Fleming, oh. was trying to get on an airplane here. And someone refused to wear their masks, so they removed everyone from the airplane as they drug the person out of the plane. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Over a piece of fabric. Yeah. Like, come on. So, um, you know, what's the goal with this book? Are you gonna are you gonna rake in the millions? Are you gonna <laughs> you gonna be like, you know, the the rich poetry lady that lives in the in the house on the hill? Oh, uh, probably not. <laughs> but my goal is is just to. I mean, I. I think that I am really proud of the little stories that I wrote, and yeah. um, I think that there should be more poems about time travel and science fiction monsters, and yeah. um, so I just hope that it finds the people that like want those poems. Right. Um, and I mean, you know, you want... I feel like this is something you'd want to get into, like, school libraries, and like... I would love that, yes. Yeah. Well, libraries, you know? Like I was sitting there talking to somebody. Was it was it you, James, was it, who said to me like, "We have to support libraries because that's like one of the only places you can do something for free." Yeah, you know? it's true. Yeah. You don't have to spend money. Doesn't sound like something I'd say, but sure, yeah. why not? <laughs> I don't know something. But also, they like support <laughs> I'm children. I'm a big fan of libraries. I love libraries. Yeah. Uh, we also have to support libraries because they give children who don't have money like the ability to read books. Oh wow, it's important. And yeah. homeless people to go on a day when it's really windy and shitty out. Also well, that. well, we also had my friend's mom's funeral at the library. Downtown. What? Mm-hmm. How did what? What? Yeah, they do that at the library. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm gonna have to talk to somebody. You have about to like that. give a donation, but yeah. <laughs> she liked the library uh, when she no, was no. drunk. I... <laughs> she, it, which was always. <laughs> That's cool, though. That's, I mean, you know. I'm sure the people there loved it when she was there drunk. Probably, <laughs> but, you know, they're like, oh, I wasn't expecting that comment um but you know uh we didn't really enjoy her when she was drunk i don't know about strangers you're all, though you're all get your ass out of the house and go to the library and she's like it's windy out like, mm. oh, dang it fine we'll drive you fine we'll drive you to the library <laughs> that's awesome so like is, so are you gonna take some time off from writing or is this so you can like let this soak in or are you just like right back to it I have some other projects that I'm working on. Um, one is a like short fiction collection that is a bunch like it's a collection of sh- like linked cozy apocalypse stories that I started. Oh wow! 
And I mean, you know, we, we kind of, <laughs> I can see where the, you know, the, that came from. You're like. I actually started it before COVID. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm sure it'll be very different now. I mean, you know, cause, <laughs> you know, we have COVID and then we're like, oh, we're kind of coming out of that. Oh, cool. There could be like a nuclear war. Sweet. <laughs> awesome. World War Three. At least Yay. we don't have to, you know, go, go like uh, back in the house for a while or ever again, if that happens, you know, we're just dead, you know, sweet. So that's that was really. Is that a thing? Yeah, I actually just saw a TikTok from a lady mm-hmm. in uh, Ukraine who's like, "See my day in a bomb shelter." Okay, but she's got one. But she I mean, I don't. One. I wouldn't know where to go if the bombs start dropping. I guess the library. Yeah, <laughs> and then you can have your funeral there. And then I can have my funeral there. <laughs> they they also are very tolerant if you're drunk. I guess mm-hmm. <laughs> she had a whole group of friends there. It was a callbacks. Yeah, like I said, I mean, yeah. I was homeless for a while. And that's where you went, the library. Wow. What do you got? I'm going to read some books. Look, I got a card. So are, they, are these kind of like, like apocalypses in like Mad Max or? No, but I was oh. thinking like that's sort of what I started writing for. Um, I was watching a lot of movies like Mad Max mm. and Walking Dead and thinking okay. um, that like I started n- noticing like, oh, that's a really nice new shirt that that character got. I mm-hmm. hope they got to go and pick it out. And then I thought about like, oh, it would be really fun to write about, you know, some like what are the missing things that we would what are the things that we would miss most if, right. you know, mm. we were stuck in the Walking Dead situation and didn't, you know. Toilet paper. Toilet paper. I, paper. Think. I think chapstick is what I would chapstick. Okay. Okay. Lotion probably. I feel so. like, and I feel like the Mad Max movies are just how Australia just really is every day. That's <laughs> no, just the yeah. world there. <laughs> they apparently don't have guzzoline, whatever that is. <laughs> Give us the guzzoline, <laughs> and they just shoot each other. Is not not is, is Australia different from that? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so either. They just scream out Fosters and shoot. <laughs> my favorite remind me again how we keep oh. our Australian audience we don't <laughs> they are not around anymore okay. my favorite uh, dystopian or uh, like apocalyptic thing have you ever seen Turbo Kid mm. I haven't Tur- oh, he's on the motorcycle yeah. I oh, yeah, yeah. fucking love Turbo Kid yeah. I forgot about that one it pays homage to yeah. like a lot of movies well I watched a lot of those movies growing up like uh, oh god I mean the Mad Max films of right. course mm-hmm. And then there was, God, I can't think of the name of it, but um, what's her name from 16 Candles? Molly Ringwald was oh. in one. And uh, what was that what called? What movie is that? It was kind of a sci-fi dystopian yeah. movie. And then, um, you know, any anything like that I would watch. Um, oh, what was the one with Jean-Claude Van Damme where he was uh, about androids? Oh, you know what? We just watched that. Oh. And I can't remember the what it was called. Universal Soldier? No, 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 no. Uh, um God. We watched different dystopian movies, apparently, growing <laughs> up. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember, like, 12 Monkeys in Brazil. Well, 12 Monkeys, 12 monkeys. Was, was, like, pre-dystopian. I don't know. Well, kind of both, I guess. Uh, Craig Buchanan just said Cyborg. Cyborg. Cyborg, yeah. He yeah. got it. See, you saw it. Oh, Bukhanacom, I forgot about that. What is that? That's a sci-fi fest that happens here in uh, New Mexico. Oh, I didn't know about that. Because uh, we have the Boo... Bubonic plague. Oh, so that's bubonic, huh? I like that. I see. I want to go to that now. So, what kind of like dystopian movies have you watched? You like you, you clearly like The Walking Dead, apparently. Uh, that's one I've watched most recently. Um, and it's like the like, what the final season. 
I haven't. Yeah, I haven't That's seen any of the final season. No, it is the final season. It right is now. the final season coming yeah. out right now on AMC. One of my friends is on that show. Wow. <laughs> so. Is it not? It's not me. No, 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 no. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Do you watch it, Watching Dead? Yes. Do you know who Ross Marquand is? Yes. Yeah. He and I are buddies. Cool. Yeah. I got to hang out with him at uh, at Founders, and he he hit me up. He's like, "Let's go to Founders." I was like, "Yeah, all right." That's awesome. Yeah. That's the first time I've said that on because I, I <laughs> like I couldn't tell people like whenever it first happened, but uh, so that I've I only watched the first season, so I'm like terribly <laughs> bad about it. That's probably why he's really good friends with you because you're not like all about annoying it. about yeah. it. Oh yeah, that, I would be really annoying. About I didn't, it. <laughs> I didn't realize how many people watch that show still. I gave up on it. Do you know, uh, do you know how many people watch that show? A lot. Fifteen million. Yeah. Like think about that. Like fifteen million. When TV was at, like, like I Love Lucy at its peak was, like, 50 million people, but yeah. that was three channels. Yeah. Right? Like, now, if your TV show gets, like, one to two million, that's good. You right. know? Like, you might, you'll probably get picked up again. And then now, it's like, you have Walking Dead's 15 million on cable. I had to tap out of Walking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, it lasted longer than the relationship was like, it was built on. Yeah. I was like, they just keep walking. <laughs> They, like, they, yeah, like, aren't they tired? <laughs> to be honest, I watched the first, like, two seasons, and then I stopped for a decade. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I, I kinda, finally rewatched. I kind of gave up when Herschel, yeah. when the stuff happened to Herschel, and then I, like, picked it back up again, and then I was kind of like, mm-hmm. mm. When it started going away from the, 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 comic the comics, I was like, nope. That's actually, that's about the point when I went back and started well, watching the TV series. I was like, oh, well, I already know what's happening. And yeah. I have the clip notes here. <laughs> Maybe I should go back. Well, what are they like doing in the TV series Well, now? when they went away from the comics, though, at least they still, like, it wasn't like they went against the, like, writers. No, they didn't go against it. I think I he, was just kind of like. He was part of it. Yeah. Yeah. You were happy, like already kind of knowing what was going to happen. Yeah, I was. Because I was like that too. I was like, oh, I think I just. I think the problem was that I I binged it and that I just kind of got like worn. That's it, it's a show that you could get worn out on if you watch it constantly. Mm-hmm. You know. See, I I used to watch that show like every week with my girlfriend, and what yeah. happened is the show outlasts the relationship, oh. and I was like. Eh. I'm kind of cool on the show. That's now. always that's always a tough one, right? You know what? Now that I think about it, I kind of stopped watching it also when I got a divorce. Oh yeah, yeah I was yeah. like, now this show just reminds me of someone I don't want to think yeah. about. Hmm. Yeah, true. that's true. That's fair. very that's very yeah, fair. fair. Okay, that movie with Molly Ringwald was called Space Hunters. Space Hunter: Adventures in the Forbidden Zone. So oh. it's kind of a sci-fi movie, but it's like kind of dystopian as well because like there's kind of Mad Max elements as well. I've never but, even heard of that. Yeah, it was good. I, I like when I was a kid. If it was sci-fi, I watched it. You know, like what what kind of stuff did you watch besides Walking Dead? Uh, for like dystopian mm. or sci-fi that's not like you know the mainstream whatnot. Hmm. Well, I watch. Um, I love the thing. Oh man, the, um, which one? The John Carpenter, the Kurt Russell one. one, the dog. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I love that one. I also, I like, I watched um, the new Blade Runner I really like, and the Terminators. Okay, okay there you go, um, dystopian, the Terminators, yeah. you know. Like, I, you know, I kind of have tapped out on the Terminators, though. Like, I really? love, I love the first one, I love the second one, the third one's kind of, but then, uh, what was the, the fourth one, I, I get them all mixed up now, but then, like, the newest ones that have come out, I, I, 
didn't it, even watch those. They stopped using numbers. It got confusing. Yeah. So like all of a sudden, Genesis or is it, right. is it all of a sudden John Connor's a Terminator, and I was like, "This is just shit now, isn't it?" I like the TV series. I did, I did like too. The TV series. So did I. I don't know why that didn't make it. I was all, "This yeah. is good. I like and, this." And what's her face? Like uh, Shirley Manson was like a, was on it. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Hell yeah!" And I was all. In, and then they're like, "Fox is like, we're gonna put this on Friday where it's gonna fail." Like, thanks, Fox. Yeah, it was so good. It was a very good show. Yeah, and then what's her name? Went on, uh, uh, she played uh, Cersei in, uh, uh, why can't I think of any of the TV Game shows? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. She was the, the Sarah Connor, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, that was so good. No, the I whole cast on that was great. I was like, oh, this is going to mm-hmm. go, this is going to go places. Yeah, because Shirley Manson was a Terminator. Uh-huh. Right. I was like, the lead singer of Garbage is a Terminator. <laughs> I don't know. I love Craig Buchanan garbage. says, I liked Salvation. I don't know which one that is. I, I don't know. That is that the one where like the guy was half Terminator, half human? And is Salvation the one with Christian Bale? Yeah. I think they filmed yeah, it yeah. here. That's the one where Christian Bale had that the one. onset meltdown. Oh. Yeah. yeah anyway, oh, that was good. My friend gets killed in that movie. Actually, a couple of my friends. Really? Yeah. Uh-uh. It was filmed here. They weren't actually in it. They just got killed on the side. <laughs> you know how it happens. <laughs> <sighs> It was just an Albuquerque thing. Yeah. It had nothing to do with the nothing filming at all. Nothing to do with the filming at all. Ah, anyway, but uh, yeah, so the, I used to watch like all those. If it was like Mad Max style or if it was like space, and then yeah. if it was space Mad Max, it was like totally on, I would rent those movies. My parents would just be like, okay, we'll rent it. We don't, <laughs> dumb. And I love that stuff. It, it could be the shittiest like quality, Yeah. whatever. Have you guys watched, um, it just came out like last week, it's called Guardians of Justice on, uh, I am on Netflix. No. I haven't yet. No one has I seen haven't. it here. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen trailers okay. and it is on my wish list. Okay. Um, I just, I wasn't, I wasn't up for it. This so it, it's, it's right, it's right up there with like the, the best of the worst sci-fi oh. shit from the eighties <laughs> and I will binge watched it and loved every moment of it. Oh, okay. It's like, but it's not for everybody, right? So it's a it's a mixed media, so it's live action, animated, claymation. Um, That's really what wow. I like sold That's me on cool. it. I was like, I want to watch this yeah. just to watch it. And it makes it's like satire against like Marvel and DC. I love that. Wow. Okay. That awesome. Yeah, <laughs> and like Diamond Dallas Page is the main character. Uh, not not Hawkman. What is he called? Nighthawk. Oh. And um, Denise Richards is in it, and uh, who else? But it's like, it's like really cheap, super cheesy. The acting is very that. bad, and it's just amazing. Like it was That's so great. fun to watch. We just showed a friend of ours last night Guardians of the Galaxy for the first time. Mm-hmm. She had never seen it, and we were like, "Okay, you're in our house, and you're telling us you've never seen this." We're watching it, right. and we decided to let Danny, she's five, um, I think five watch it for it, the yeah. first time. And we were like okay with it, but then halfway through, she was like, "I'm really scared." And we were like, "Okay, not what ready." Was she, what was she scared of? She didn't like, so she doesn't like violence a lot. But I think oh, what scared good, her good. was the um, like when the when they showed like little kids being like separated from their parents or like. Um, I'm trying to think of what the scene was. There's a big, uh, there's a bad panic scene where they almost yeah. get the entire and I think in blown her up. mind oh. it was like pa- kids are getting separated from their parents and things are blowing up. But then you know at and the end you see things kind of. Because also 
the entire team's getting separated yeah. at that point too. So I think for her in her brain, she's just not ready to, okay. you know, which two, is fine. Two of, the, two of the main characters almost die in that scene. Yeah, too. I, exactly. mean, I can understand this. Yeah, and then we were watching it further. We're like, oh yeah, if that scared her, like the last two seeds of this oh, wow. movie would have just pushed her over the edge. So still makes me cry. Oh, that movie! Oh, all those movies. Uh, Craig Buchanan says Red Dwarf is good English sci-fi comedy. Anyone Red Dwarf is awesome. I've heard of it. I've never seen it. I've seen it for yeah. sure. I don't really watch TV. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I watch TV all the time. You watch a lot of stuff. Uh, whatever. I want to. I want to <laughs> say, I have watched Red Dwarf because it's been on forever. And yeah. like, if you've ever even yeah. like vaguely been into um, British sci-fi, you've seen yeah. Red Dwarf. But I don't ever. I never got into it. My dad is really into British anything, so I watched a lot of Red yeah. Dwarf. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Lots of people, like, seriously, even my own roommate the other day was like, oh, I'm going to buy this for you because you like Red Dwarf. I'm like, no, I don't. I mean, did anybody here watch Farscape? <laughs> Me. I love that series. I love Farscape. All of it. John I think Crichton. I've seen some of it. My dad definitely has. It's, 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 I mean, Claudia Black. But um, it's in a... Not only that, Gigi uh, Edgeley. Oh, Gigi Edgeley. Yeah. Oh, she was actually my favorite, but... Uh, Farscape was such an interesting show, and one thing I thought was really dope about it was that uh, the Jim Henson workshop was involved. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, did you the ever did you guys ever watch it? I watched some of it. Okay. The aliens were the best aliens. Yes, they were. yes. So the ship was an alien, and it, it, and it was, like, alive. And so they had to have a pilot that was kind of like a... a symbiote? I wouldn't call it symbiote. Yeah. But um, parasite, kind of, yeah. But the pilot would like connect to the ship, and then it flew, and that was a big like puppet, and like all the I mean, I, the villain was amazing. Oh, you know what? I just googled yeah. it because I, I needed to be Scorpius. like reminded what like it was. The best sci-fi yeah. villain, villain yeah. like since Darth Vader. And, I know this show. Yeah. Yes, my and my dad was one obsessed of the one with of the too. great things about Scorpius was is like part of his like essence got put into the main character john yeah. Crichton, so he would like talk to him in his brain yeah and that was some of the be- that was like up there with picard and q oh like, it's great you know i just love that inside banter what's going on with Crichton? Yeah. Oh, he's got a scorpius problem again yeah <laughs> and like scorpius would be in his like regular suit but then have like a tuxedo on and he'd be like dancing and it was like such a weird awesome show but you know did you like did you just watch a little bit of it i just watched a little bit interesting that was another show mm-hmm. that uh I would watch on a weekly basis. Like every, that came that came yeah. on on Friday nights, which was really weird. Right, it came on early on Friday nights, and people were like, "Oh, hey, you know, me and my brother are like big socializers. Like people would expect us to be at events, but they're like, well, you can't invite them out on Friday nights.' I'm like, why? Farscape. Apparently, they're watching Farscape. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. They they will not leave the house until that theme song comes on at the end, mm-hmm. and then they'll they'll sing it for the rest of the evening. I've thought about rewatching it during COVID, but I didn't, you know, and then the movies, because they, they, mm-hmm. they ended the series and they didn't finish it. So then they made movies to finish it, which I thought was cool. Well, yeah. I mean, everyone got pissed. Yeah. Threatening I mean, torch. Everyone's, everyone's used to sci-fi channel, like shutting down production on popular things yeah. before it's over, but not when it's like the most popular TV show they have and not after right. five seasons. Right. So do you ever get like angry and like write a poem? Oh Yeah. <laughs> You gonna? You should put that book out. Angry, angry, <laughs> the angry book of poetry. Can I have another one? Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, I think poetry is is one of the most um, connected to 
emotions for me. So a lot of the, the things that I'll write in my poem are reactionary, but more of like an, in a way where I just need to explore like, like how do I feel about this? And maybe I will write about um, Godzilla and see where that goes. Nice. So it has it has helped me. And so you, you kind of like, for lack of a better term, you're pretty nerdy. Yes. So you play you play video games and whatnot. I do. What video games do you play? Um, right now I'm playing Death Stranding and Red Dead. Okay. 2. Oh, Red Dead Two. Are you playing Red Dead Two online or just the story? I'm just playing the story. The right story now. is insane. It's really like, crazy. Red Dead Revolver Two. I feel like Grand Theft Auto Five gets way too much press. Red Dead Revolver Two is such an amazing game. Like you, you'll be riding your horse, and there's a, a snake mm-hmm. in the grass and it'll spook your horse and throw you off and, and I don't know like it's just That's random crazy. it's ran- or like a you'll be riding along and your horse will get spooked and like you get off and it's a fucking cougar and it'll oh. fucking attack you like it'll it'll hit you like that quick and you're like shit like you know? so I'm not really into like video games like mostly because I'm not good at them I'll just yeah. tell you that I get frustrated and mm-hmm. so they're not my thing um, but I always get so excited to hear about the ones that are like stories like Red Dead Redemption and stuff because my fiance plays FIFA, which is like a soccer game. And that's all I hear about. So, yeah, (laughs) I was I was playing Red Dead 2. This is what like shocked the shit out of me. I was playing Red Dead 2 and this guy's like on the ground looking at his horse's foot or the Mm. hoof. And I'm riding over, and you start talking to him, and the dude looks at you, and then the horse kicks him in the head and kills him. And you're like, holy what? shit, I did not expect yes. that, yeah. Wow. Like, oh. I think I ran into yeah, that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you'll run into a bear, and, like, if you try to fight, like, you're you're worked. Why Bears you will f- murder you. Yeah, you just want to you wanna leave a bear alone, yeah. just like in real life. Like yeah. in real life, you yeah. just you leave them alone. You, you don't, don't run let the from horse them. See it. Don't but you run horse. into them, you know? Yeah. You don't want to run from them. You don't want to yeah. fight them. You just and wanna... then you can buy horses, but you can also find them in the wild and break them. Oh, I don't the, like that. And those are the better ones. Well, yeah, of course that's yeah. better, but also don't don't try and steal yeah. wild horses from the wild. Just let them be wild. It's the old west, man. They're trying to make it accurate. Yeah, if I there's know. like you know, if there's like a whole posse of people coming at you, it is easier <laughs> to shoot them horses. Yeah, fair. That's true. Yeah, fair, fair. Sorry about that, Mister Horse, but they're gonna kill it's me. A cool game. Bam, bam. Yeah. So you, you're more of like a console player. It sounds like you have a PlayStation. Yes. Yeah, because Death Stranding, I think, is PlayStation only, isn't it? I'm not sure. Do you have a PS4 or 5? Well, I had I uh, was using somebody's PS4, oh. and then that moved away, so oh, no. <laughs> I have a PS5 now. Oh, well, there you go. Yes. Upgrade. Yes. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited because I, I have a Quest 2, a Meta Quest 2, and they've announced... Uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas for it, so wow. it's, so it's con- and like people are like, well, that's the old game. I'm like, yeah, but it's going to be all vir- virtual reality. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. I'm, I'm still playing through Resident Evil Four on yeah. that thing, and it's amazing. And somebody wow. goes, Great. just like being in Resident Evil <laughs> Great. Four. Great, someone wow. will learn how to rob a bank. I was like, yeah, because people didn't know how to do that yeah. already. <laughs> My know? mom's ex boyfriend just got arrested yeah. here in Albuquerque for Is robbing that who banks. That was? Yeah, Jason oh. Smeltzer. Oh, nice. Dated my mom for a while. Oh, lovely. I knew someone had to know that guy. He looked familiar. He looked familiar. Uh, he was a he was a trip and a half. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Poor James. 
that's too funny. What? I've never been arrested for a crime. I don't know how he got away with it. Okay. By the way, knowing this person, mm-hmm. I don't know how he got away with robbing banks. I don't know. He robbed more than one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. How do... Hey. Uh-huh. It just seems like a crazy thing to do in this day and age. I know. Like, what is this? Like, the Wild well, West? Like, <laughs> thanks, thanks this is the- a stick-up. <laughs> Everybody on the ground. Thanks to the local news, uh, who I think may have elicited this amount, uh, they're all like, well, this is the third reported uh, unsolved uh, bank robbery <laughs> last week. Uh, and according to uh, yeah. APD, this is the 70 te- 72nd this year. And I'm like, Oh, you're wow. just, and then that whole next like, week, everyone's like, we should go oh, yeah. rob a bank. Yeah, everybody's yeah. like, Apparently you know, they can't what? catch us. Yeah, yeah. right. So, um, so we can, you know, wrap this up and get back, get 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 back to you. So, where can someone go and get this book if they want to go? Like right now, it's not available to the public. Is, is that what you're saying? It is available to the public, okay. but only online through the publisher. Okay. So, yeah, do you have that information? Uh, GameOverBooks.com. There you go. And how much? How much is it? It is eighteen dollars. Eighteen dollars? I'm just kidding. That's not. <laughs> That's yeah. very reasonably it priced. Is, it is. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> like a uh, yeah. That's great though. Is that the only place I can get it right now? Like you can't get it any bookstores yet. Not yet. But they will have it on their website showing where they have it. Yes, they have. Uh, they do have a distribution list listed on their book nice. on their web page. Um, but I don't know where they will be. Ah, that's exciting though it's exciting how excited are you for this i'm very excited that's good i didn't like i i spent the last year like not imagining that it would happen <laughs> that's the best way so, to be though yes so then when it does you're like ah, yes yeah. that really but, did happen no it was a great experience and i really i really loved the press so good that's very awesome so what's the book again Recipe for time travel in case we lose each other. Nice. Very cool. Does anybody else have anything else they want to plug? Oh, uh, tomorrow. I'm not published. I wish I was. Uh, tomorrow night you can come see me at Founders mm-hmm. uh, for open mic comedy. Uh, if you don't see me in Founders, I'm probably in what we call the hand job room talking <laughs> shit about everybody. So <laughs> You shouldn't tell people that that's what we do. Oh, no, I, I am very open about it because uh, I'm not an asshole. Here's the deal. I'll, you know, whatever. If it's, yeah, if you're not good, you're not good. If you're not good, I'm going to make fun of you. That's all right. And that's fair. <laughs> and you know what? Sometimes I make fun of myself because sometimes I'm not good. So Yeah. And yeah. that's all fair. <laughs> uh, Smiley, do you have anything you want to promote? Um, yeah. Uh, uh, look out for uh, me and... Honestly, every other local actor I know on uh, the second season of Big Sky. Ooh. Uh, check it out because it is actually really weird to be like, I've seen most of these people before. <laughs> hmm. They're all from here. Interesting. That's cool. Um, I am going to be a part of a thing called Tell ABQ where we're actually putting our show on their platform. It's not going to be all only on that platform, but uh, I do give them a version of this show to put on their weekly and so you can download the app tell abq the app is kind of it's it's a it's a work in progress there's also a website tellabq.com and the cool thing about this like website and app excuse me is like you can find you know local restaurants you can find food trucks you can find events that are going on so definitely check it out download the app go to the website bookmark it and uh, 
at some point, you know, we'll, we may be live on there sometimes. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. At some point, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, just because the Montucky shortage is is over doesn't mean run out and buy some. <laughs> Please don't. Because that's my, that's what I, you know, I'm going to go and get mad <laughs> when it's out again. Just saying. Um, but, uh, yeah. So we're going to take a break here and we're going to come back for the wavy hour. Uh, I'm going to tease something. Um, I'm, I'm mad at the city again. Yeah. I'm very mad at the city. Uh, yeah, that's all I'm going to say at that. But I want to thank Christian uh, Macaroon. Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. Dang. That's, I, I keep, I keep, it just doesn't feel like that's the right way to say it. For coming on the show. And uh, you're welcome to stay the second hour. Um, we're going to, you know, we're, we're going to get wild. We're not going to get wild, but you know, we'll have fun the second hour. So I always enjoy it. But uh, we definitely drink when we do this show. You should as well. But always remember... Never get too drunk to jerk 10drinkminimum.com. Oh, we're back. We're live. It's the Billy Slash Wavy Hour. You're watching 10 Drink Minimum. It's the last party of the weekend. Holly Ann is back with us. Hello. And Smiley is here. As always. And author Christian Macaroon. What's your book again? Uh, my book is Recipe for Time Travel in Case We Lose Each Other. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be in all the Walmarts soon. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Now you got to get that Walmart money, right? I'm just kidding. You know, you're like, no, it'll be in bookstores. <laughs> Regular yeah. bookstores. She's all, I'm an artist. Thank you. So it's the wavy hour. I'm pretty pissed right now. So yesterday, okay. So... We, we, we have a problem with the cops here, right? Duh. You know who does mm-hmm. their fucking job? The fucking parking enforcement. Oh, really? Well, <laughs> the they, parking enforcement top of it. will step over a dead body to put the ticket under your fucking windshield wiper. I'm shitting you not. Wait, what? Yeah. So, <laughs> Wait, like, is this a thing that happened? Or? No, no. Well, I don't know. You know what? I don't know. So, so yesterday I get down there. I leave my car Friday night because I, you know, I'd had too many drinks. Right. You're and, being and, responsible. And I was like, I'll ride down and get my car in the morning. Nine o'clock I get there. There's a ticket. Mm-hmm. Eight. I went there one time. They put a ticket on my car at 7.58 yep. a.m. Promote these people to cops already because they do their job <laughs> uh, too well. <laughs> okay. In the last two weeks, four people have been murdered downtown. And no one knows who did it. Right. But boy, they got that ticket on the car at 758. Sure did. <laughs> you know, they, they got their job. They, they did their job. I've been saying for a long time that I thought it was really fucked up that they went back to, uh, like, giving tickets on Saturdays. Yes. Because here's the deal. Like, we have a drunk drunk. Well, I guess we don't have as much of a drunk driving problem. But, like, come on. You're promoting it if you give people tickets. Right. Because, like, you know. That's I've had friends that I've had to be like, no, 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 just let me drive you. Yeah. Um, I'll, you know, I'll figure it out. But like, people will freak out if, if they have to leave their car downtown, yeah. and who would blame them because the crime is so high? Yeah, you know. Well, I so, mean, I had I had someone vandalize my car twice, and I'm like, oh, why don't you just park on the street mall? I'm not gonna get a fucking ticket. Right, because they're out there at, like, 7 a.m. I'd rather have somebody, like, threaten me and leave threatening messages and, like, break, like cut my yeah. brake lines. I'm like, yeah, it's better than a ticket. 
So right. here, so here's my my joke for you that I'm writing for you. Oh, okay. So you can stand in the comedy club and you go, "So Albuquerque is so unsafe. You have a very good chance if you leave the comedy club that you could be murdered trying to get into your car, and they will step over your body to put the ticket underneath the windshield wiper, and they'll just add that to the funeral cost whenever it multiplies by three, <laughs> right? To your family. Well, yeah. they'll wait until it's like you know gotten. Yeah. It's gone to collections and. Well, because here's what happens. You get the first one, it's $20. Yeah. And if you wait a week, um, then it goes to $40. Yes. Then if you wait another week, I think it goes to $60. Yes. It wow. used to it used to go, like, I saw people at like 120 bucks. And then they also will give a warrant yeah. for you. Yeah. So hopefully they find your body in the first week. So <laughs> they you can, probably won't. You can only pay 20 bucks. But so someone was murdered Friday morning. Midday, midday, like 11 o'clock. That's insane. Middle of the day, daylight shit, right? So here's how they found him. You want to guess how they found him, Smiley? Uh, was it a parking enforcer? No. <laughs> nope. It was the new city's uh, gunfire triangulation sensor system. I, I don't, that's not the name of it. That but, sounds uh, so <clears throat> sci-fi, by the so way. So they have these sensors around parts of the city. So when a gun is fired, they're notified immediately. And they showed up on site, and there was a dead body, and that was the first time that that's happened since they've got the system. It's not a neighborhood at all. Yeah. So they, they, so of course they don't know. You know, it wasn't like anyone saw it, which makes me for sure think, okay, so this is the, so we had a show a couple weeks ago. Right. Where we had the. Do you think uh, APD was just. You know, trying it out to see if it worked. So they just shot someone down in the street. No, uh-huh. there he is. Wow. It totally worked, guys. We're in. Uh, wow. Wow. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything to that. <laughs> but um, Smiley's a little. It's a good theory, you know, though. It's a good theory. So, so okay. Plausible. So we had the show a couple weeks ago. And we had the, the, the team bulletproof on here, the weightlifters. Yeah. One of those guys got killed outside of uh, uh, Canvas Nightclub. Um, the guy that we just had on the show. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. The guy, John, who, who actually did the shots. Oh, my God. He, uh, mm-hmm. he was in Canvas or something. The story I've been told is uh, somebody was getting jumped, and he went to help them. And one of the guys that was uh, one of the jumpers, he beat him up, and the guy got mad that he got beat up and went to his car and got a gun and came back and shot him. Okay. So that's the first one. Second one, they found a body shot. Off of First and Harris, I said that that sounds like if they just like someone just walked out and there's like a shot body out there. I said somebody that sounds like they dropped him off. Now that we know they have those sensors, for sure, you know right. they shot him somewhere else and just dropped him off yeah, downtown. No shot on First and Harris. I've been to that right. corner. <laughs> well, dude, wait to hear the one. So then the third one was two two high school students from Amy Beal got into an argument in the alley and one shot the other one, and then. The fourth that's one was insane. Saturday morning at Sixth and Gold. Yeah. Like that's remember I lived on Sixth and Silver, yeah. one block over. Mm-hmm. How does someone get that shot in the sense. middle of the day? No one see it. Right. You know. I'm, I'm telling like, you, it's turning into Gotham. Yeah. Where's Batman? I'll, I'll take notes tonight. <laughs> turning into Gotham. I think right. we've been on upward trend here. I right. was just but it's like getting other real people. bad. Yeah, but the wealthy people of Albuquerque wouldn't get up in a suit and be like, no. "I'll save everybody." They'd just be like, uh, "There's always... a homeless person in my neighborhood." Ew. Could you kill them? Yeah. <laughs> 
<sighs> I I often describe like how what what is Albuquerque like you know to like my friends that live in the South I'm all it's like Gotham City but you know Batman's been dead for ten years yeah or retired <laughs> he's retired he lives he's just in not there and now like well the, well the police don't do anything yeah. anymore he, li- he lives off of Paseo and Tramway <laughs> <laughs> you know he moved to Rio Rancho which is in a real oh, city gross. he he moved to Santa Fe he's like I'm out. Now he wears a lot of turquoise. <laughs> Where's Batman? He's got his long hair. He's like, nah. Yeah. He's, like, like, he's called Val Kilmer. He lives in Santa Fe. He, he wears one of those. Like, to be Batman. He wears one of those like uh, vests that look like an Indian blanket, yeah. kind of. But yeah. Oh my god. And sandals. Sandals. <laughs> Christian's like, I don't know if I should stay around for all this. People are gonna be like, you were on that show where they were like just bad mouthing the city. I mean, I don't know. I think I think there's a lot of things going on yeah. that um, I don't know. We have a police shortage, yeah. and I I think well, I think it's time to look at the the top echelon mm-hmm. of the police department and go. I wonder why this mm. is going so wrong. Yeah, uh, I don't think it's just the the. So I have a friend who is a cop, mm-hmm. uh, one of the good ones. And his name is James Eversman. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna say. I'm his just name. kidding. But like, yeah. um, <laughs> that was the joke. <laughs> but uh, he, you know, he was just saying that you know he is really tempted to Leave. quit APD uh-huh. and go to Rio Rancho PD because that's a, that's a rough go right there. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a rough transition in life. Ouch. That's like going yeah. sideways. Yeah, man, it's not even lateral. I mean, but uh, you know, it's just he just said that you know he he won't give me specifics because he knows I will talk about it on this show. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, he knows he knows he knows my feelings. Ooh. As a matter of fact, when I first met him, I didn't really trust him because he was a cop. Uh, oh, as, as you as you, you should. Know? I was like, oh, okay, you're a cop. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, but anyway, he was like, you're on that Ted Drake show. And you guys talk a lot of shit. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised we're not dead yet. But yeah. yeah. But so uh, he was just, you know, where I live. basically what he will tell me is that uh, there is a lot of corruption. Oh, yeah. Up at the top. And, um, you know, he was like, good cops get pushed out. Yeah. And... I think, uh, you know, Geyer was a good indicator of that. Yeah. Because I knew him personally, and he was a good cop. Once again, sounds like Gotham. It's very Gotham-like. Sounds like Gotham. So we just, you know, if somebody could just uh, be Batman. So so what we got to do is is we got to watch Batman (laughs) Begins, and then then all come to the realization that that's where we're at. Okay, would we all be, okay, would you be a villain? Oh, of course. Which villain would you be? Oh, jeez. Because I know exactly who I would be. Which villain would I be? Everybody's going to say the Joker, but I'm not. I, I don't, don't think you're Joker. No. You're not dark enough. I'm not the Penguin. I hope not. No. Okay. You're like, uh, maybe the Riddler. Mm. I would give you the Riddler. Which he's the villain in the new one. Mm. But he's very, like, you know, Riddler growing up for me was like, he did, he like robbed banks and, you know, art museums and then did riddles for the crime and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And then now, I guess in the new one, he's like murdering people and it's like, uh-oh. Oh, oh no. <laughs> they polka said, dot man. Polka dot man. I would be polka yeah. dot man. <laughs> <laughs> Am I might have mom issues? <clears throat> um, I 
100% would be Catwoman. She mm. wants to be good so bad, but she just she just mm. can't. Okay. I actually had this. I have a better question. Okay. This was actually asked of me yesterday. And it I saw it posted on Facebook. I guess it was a discussion at like a small gathering and then someone literally they, they reached out to me and then oh, I, I saw that. So, what cereal do you think you would be? Breakfast uh, cereal. Wait, no, what cereal embodies you? Yeah. Oh, um, and I thought I said a really good one. I they think, nailed mine without I, me even thinking. They, I got brought into the conversation. I feel I like all, somebody else has to pick your cereal, yeah. though. Okay. Right? See, I picked mine. Oh, okay. And I said Golden Grams. Oh, that's a good and one. And everyone, and, and she goes, yeah, a lot of people are saying, oh, okay. Um, I would say that I'm like, uh, I like Reese's Puffs. Reese's Puffs. Okay. Nice. Okay. I, I'm going to pick James's and his is be like, oops, all berries. No, no, no. Dude, I thought they picked the perfect one for What'd me. What'd they say? What'd they say? It, it was um, <laughs> Sour Patch Kids cereal. Oh. I didn't even know that do was they a have thing. Cereal? <laughs> yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was yeah, all, yeah. yeah, you guys kind of nailed it. What, yeah. would you, what, what would be yours, Christian? Sour and then sweet. Um, Captain Crunch. Uh, you think you'd just be regular? Ca- I, see, do you like Captain Crunch? Yeah. Do you like oops, just berries? Have you had that one? Yeah, I have. It's been a long time since I've had. I have. I have a box in the cabinet. <laughs> like literally, I have, I have the family box. Oh, we didn't. We didn't get who. What villains they thought they would okay, be. Okay. Well, what villains do you think he would be? I also have to say Catwoman because yeah. I wanted to be her when I was in kindergarten and forever. So yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. No poison ivy. I well, no. I like poison ivy. Yeah. She's my favorite. No Here's Harley the thing. Quinn. Uh, Poison Ivy is my favorite. Okay. But I don't think I'm enough Poison Ivy. I don't, yeah. think, you know, I'm not she's, like a She's kind of an environmentalist, and, yeah. Yeah, I'm more Catwoman, where, yeah. like... Have you seen that meme yeah. where, like, they talk about that movie with, uh, uh, George Clooney and it's got Arnold Schwarzenegger? Oh, yeah. They're like, they're like, we, root, we rooted for the wrong people. He wanted, yeah. he wanted to cool the earth and she wanted to save the environment. Yeah. And the rich billionaire <laughs> wanted to stop them. Yeah. And I'm like... Yep. <laughs> yeah, we got that wrong. Oops. Yeah, if there was any way that that movie was watchable, you would have noticed yeah. that. And he had nipple <laughs> nipples on his uh, bat was, suit. Uh, that made sense to me. Mm. I mean, maybe I would be Poison Ivy because also I have like a huge crush on any iteration of Bane. Mm-hmm. So Bane. His Bane and Poison Ivy had a thing for a while. Yeah, right? yeah, correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe I'd be Poison Ivy. Uh, Never mind. No one cared until I put on the mask. <laughs> People hated that that movie. I, I love I, that movie. I'm, I mean, it, it is, has a lot of problems. It does. But I do like. I mean, Tom Hardy. But Tom Hardy yeah, Tom as Hardy. as Bane, he killed it. I don't yeah. care. Well, the only problems with that movie was everything. Everything you else. Ha- you, like you're like, oh, what's wrong with this movie? Oh, it's supposed to be the Joker. And once you realize that, you're all everything else falls into no, place. No, the yeah. big problem I have is the the nuclear bomb. <laughs> he he just flew it out the ocean and saved everyone. Yeah, I don't think you guys realize how those yeah. work, man. That's no one's. That's little... problematic, but I mean everything, you know. But you yeah. have him as Bane, and yeah. that it, you know, it was great. I did love that scene where like they're playing football and the guy's running and the the, the field is like disintegrating behind yeah. him. That's pretty it's cool. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently you haven't read enough Batman storylines because Gotham has been destroyed several times. Oh no, I have. I've read okay. probably more than anybody, yeah. but yeah, I love Batman. Batman's my favorite. All right, James. Who would you be? Jason Todd. He's a villain. The red, the red, uh, the oh, oh god, the red hood. Yeah. Yep. 
Oh, that's yeah. a good one. That is a good one. You would be. You Cause would like, totally Because like Jason be. Todd was supposedly killed by the Joker uh, yeah. when he was bad, when he was Robin. And then come to find out he that's didn't. Right. Then he's like crazy and he blames Batman. You know what's funny? Are if- you going to come back and try to shoot me? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh, are, you, are you trying to be Batman? Are you uh, going to set me up for my own death? Uh, maybe. I don't think Batman set him up for his own death. You making fun of my red glasses again? Yeah. yeah. He's crazy. I tell you. And then people go, where's James? I'll be all, he's not here. He's crazy. Yeah. That's then, why we're so nice to James. Right. I mean, he's great. He's a great person. He's Love so him. Nice. Love him to death. He's Love very him. lovable. Love him. I have a good heart, but I get lazy sometimes. I decide oh, to use my fists. Oy. Oy. Or even lazier and just use guns. That's right. Wow. Just they, like Jason Todd. Because Jason Todd got, yeah, he got uh, violent. And, yeah, I don't think Batman set him up to die, I guess. Maybe I need to go read the later stories, but. Yeah. No, it's his justification for coming back and trying to destroy yeah. Gotham. He, but, I mean, he got killed by the Joker and resurrected, mm-hmm. so his mind's a little messed up anyway. Oh, did he get put in the Lazarus, uh, Lazarus pit? Okay, I didn't know mm. that. I didn't know that's part of the story. See, I didn't, yeah, I stopped reading comics. See, we're nerds too. <laughs> nerds, <laughs> nerds. Um, Nerd alert! I'm more of a Marvel person, but I enjoy the Batman villains. You like marbles? Marvel. Okay. I have like allergies. Eyes? No, no. I uh, I'm more of a Marvel person myself. Agates. But but I only, Batman is kind of one of the only DC people that I really like. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like all the villains. I I, <clears throat> I you know what? I'm gonna tell you. Something. There's some, there's some shit ones. I don't really like Batman all that much. The character? Yeah, I just I'm like he's kind of he like he's mm-hmm. kind of a fuck. All right, like I get it. He has a bunch of money and he like does stuff, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I I like the villains. The villains' backstories are so good. They're always better. And, yeah. Well, uh, what if I would have went? Uh, I think I'm Clayface too. Nice. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> there, there there are three of them, by the way. And then what's the alligator? I don't know if you have the... uh, Killer Croc. Killer Croc. I was going to say, I don't know if you have the acting chops for Clayface 2. Clayface 2. So is Clayface... So there's a Clayface... There's one that actually is like clay and he can like morph into different things. Then there's one where he's like clay so he has to be in this like artificial body and so like his head is like stuffed into this like glass thing. And -hmm. then the third one, I'm trying to remember what he was. That one must be new. Isn't he like a son of one of the first two? It could be. And just kind of using the moniker? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it would have been a really deep cut if I'd have said Clayface. Or, 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 Man Bat. Man Bat. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, they were really, they were really, like, slow on that week. They're like, we need a new villain, man. We look down at the comic, Man Bat. I just take the words and switch them around. <laughs> Wasn't there, like, an egg one, too? Um, um, what was his name? It was, like, Scrambler or something. I don't know about that one. I got to be a big fan of uh, lots of the ones that were introduced on the animated series. So, yeah. um, like, obviously, Harvey, Harley Quinn and... Yeah, yeah. Um, she was, she was in original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like oh, Harley Quinn. Egghead, that's who you're talking about. You know, uh, of all the DC, like, the new movies that are coming out, yeah. I really, really enjoy anything with Harley Quinn. And I didn't want to, because mm. I was just like, oh, God. But I birds really... Of prey? I loved you, you Birds like of that Prey. One? So good. I like Birds of Prey. It was so good. I was, I, okay. The emancipation of Harley Quinn. Come I need, on. I need to rewatch it because, like, Birds of Prey. So this, like, he, heroes, I don't know, turning her into a hero thing yeah. is, is weird to me. 
Because Birds of Prey, she was like, you know, she was a villain. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she's like with the Birds of Prey and it's such an odd. I think though, here's the thing. And I'm just going to get on my feminist soapbox for a minute. Mm. I think I like it so much because everybody was like so into like Harley Quinn and Joker. And I don't want my daughter to see that and be like, oh yeah, that's totally cool. Like, because Joker is toxic as fuck their relationship is terrible so the birds of prey happened and i was like i guess i'll watch it yeah but and i watched it and i was like no this is exactly the story that should happen is the abused person is then like you know what this Mm -hmm. is bullshit Mm -hmm. and then they do their own thing and then they get a hyena as a pet and you know yeah yeah, yeah. they do all kinds of cool shit Mm mm-hmm um, and she turns her life around. And I, I kind of like that storyline better than, you know, the the toxic, like, she's nothing without Joker right. bullshit. Whereas now she's going to be a good person or, you know, an anti... anti Maybe she's anti-hero. an anti-hero. anti-hero. She's like Deadpool, basically. Yeah. Um, and I love anti-heroes. But, you know, I'm okay with her becoming an anti-hero as long as it's to spite Joker and... I hope she never goes back to Joker yeah. because well, that pisses me off. And then in like the the Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. the second one, yeah, she starts dating the guy that's the president of the country. Yeah, and uh, spoiler alert. And uh, anyway, she likes him a lot, and then all of a sudden he starts talking about killing women and children, and he turns around and she shoots him, and she's like, she's like. I promised myself I wouldn't date anybody that was after my last relationship. I promised myself <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't date anyone that was toxic. And and I like yeah. this. Yeah. I like this evolution. Mm-hmm. Now, the other stuff, yeah. like the Harley Quinn that was toxic as a woman with a daughter, I'm like, I don't like that shit. But I like the, I like where it's going. Okay. I'm kind of in Harley Quinn now. Okay. You know? That's good stuff. You watch the HBO series? Huh? What? Have you watched HBO series? I haven't watched it yet. Hilarious. Is it so good? I've watched it. I it's watch hilarious. It. I need to watch it. Maybe one of, your favorite, one of your favorite people is on that show. Who's who? Uh, from uh, Kirby Enthusiasm. Uh, Larry David? Larry David is on it? Uh, J.B. Smooth? J.B. Smooth. Oh. Is, is, is he a villain in that? He's, no. Let, he's, me, tell you, let me tell you, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I love J.B. Smooth. He's so funny. He's he so is, funny. He is Harley and uh, Ivy's talking houseplant. Oh my, oh my god, god. <laughs> I love that. How have I not watched this yet? I don't know. Oh my god. It's been out for a while. I and, know. And, and it's R-rated too, right? Is it? Oh yeah, they oh, swear. So as, as a kid growing up, it, it, if I went back and told my kid self this, I would never <laughs> believe it. That like DC would have the R-rated stuff and Marvel would be owned by like Disney and be like watering it down. Yeah. Would have never imagined I mean, there are there according. To, I guess Deadpool three is going to be R rated. Yeah, which it better be. It just can't not. You know, I love Deadpool. So I got into Deadpool when I was going through cancer, and it just so happened that the movies were like mm-hmm. coming around. But uh, a friend of mine was like, "You need to read these because I think I think this will help you just a little bit." Um, yeah. And and boy, howdy, did it. And then the movies come out, and then Marvel was bought by Disney, and I was like, yeah. fuck. It's an unfortunate thing 
that Rob Liefeld <laughs> is the guy that created Deadpool because he's such a shit human. But is he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't oh. know. That. Oh yeah. That he's, makes me sad. He's such a shit human that I like walked past him at Comic Con and did not want to even like oh, have anything nice. to do with it. Is he not? Is he not a shit human? Love that. Maybe because someone didn't learn how to draw feet. Right. <laughs> oh, that's right. They do make fun of they him. They do. They make fun of him in the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe no, someone didn't learn how to draw that, If you watch the Image Comics, um, there's a documentary. They make fun of him not being able to draw oh. feet. Yet. But he's he's just like well What is enough. he a shit human about? He's I just, don't know much about him. He's just an asshole. He's an asshole. Oh. I don't know. All, like, if you talk to comic book nerds, they'll, they'll all like, like, okay, for example, he pretty much ripped off Captain America. And then they sued him, and then he, like, somehow fucking won. And, like, if you look at the two characters, you're like, Jesus Christ. Like, it's fucking Captain America. And he's just kind of an arrogant ass of a person. I don't know. You know, everything I've ever seen, read, talk about him. Well, I love Deadpool. Can't help it. I know, I know, I know. That's like the thing. He that... only created the character. Yeah. The people that brought him to life right. were writers that did other stuff with him. Right. I. But it really. <laughs> Let's look this up. Is Rob Liefeld a good person? <laughs> but Deadpool like got me through a lot of stuff. Like I even have a quote from one of the movies on my arm. But we haven't had a spite show for a while. Spite show. <laughs> spite. Let's see. About really my favorite Marvel. I love Tony Stark for obvious reasons, but really my favorite is Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> I can't help it. It's a raccoon in space pants who's also a dick. Like, <laughs> But it's funny, there's a whole Reddit thing. Is Rob Liefeld a good oh guy in real God. life? Yeah. And someone's like, I met Rob Liefeld, and he stole my pouches and cut off my feet. Because <laughs> <laughs> he always cuts off feet because he can't uh, drive. Yeah. It's just funny that that's and he a puts, And he puts pouches on all his characters. Just a bunch of useless patches. Yeah, he got mad and defensive when Shatterstar was written to be gay back in 2009. So take that as you will. I don't know if he had changed his opinion since then, but it doesn't help that his work kind of gives yeah. off the douche bro, douchebag feeling. Yeah, a so, little bit. I don't know. I've just heard a lot of, like, there's always a lot of chatter about him. And he got fired. He got kicked out of uh, Image for a long time because <laughs> of his, like, attitude and shittiness. Huh. So I don't know. Yeah, and that's that's a uh, completely creatively driven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, image image changed the industry. They're all you can write Oops. whatever you like, except for except that guy. For you. <laughs> except for you, that guy You're is done. really doing some shit that we don't. <laughs> maybe get your own yeah. publication. I mean, Todd label. McFarlane. Todd McFarlane kicks you out. You're probably not doing some good shit. Yeah, <laughs> no. you're probably really fucking up. Yeah. Do you do you read comics? I do. What's your what's your, what's your favorite? My favorite comic. Yeah. Um, I love Saga. Okay. Oh, oh, wow. I've never read that. That's a cool It's fantastic. Is, is that the one with the dude with the horns? Mm-hmm. All the way okay. around, yeah. So, oh. like, I, I know a friend, my friend, she's an artist, and someone paid her to make a bust of that guy's head with the horns. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And I knew it. I just didn't, had never read it. But there's oh. a lot of comics that come out now that I've never, because I just stopped reading when I was younger. Yeah. Because it's a very expensive habit. It is. It is. And and like storage wise. Right. Like, where do I put all where these? Where do you keep all of them? Yeah. I just pay a subscription, just like you would for anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, you I read, them, read on. them online. I read. I did that recently mm. too, as I wanted to read the Attack on Titan ones. And okay. That and yeah. so I was like, okay, I'm not gonna have room or money for all of these. So yeah. I paid the subscription until I finished that, and then. Oh. They're saying so, Deadpool was also a clone from DC as well. Oh. 
Oh yeah, but Everybody's I mean, it was coming at me from the love of Deadpool today. It was it, it was it was meant to. I mean, they're both yeah. called Wilson. Yeah, Wade Wilson, Slade Wilson. Oh, that's that's right. Yeah. Was, yeah. Oh. <laughs> See, that's that's Rob Liefeld, man. I'm telling I you. I didn't even. I mean, yeah. I'm uh, sorry. Deadpool, just... Deadstroke. Yeah. That's right. But but okay. But like the attitude is different. But yeah, Deathstroke's not as cool as Deadpool. Like right. character wise. Well, I mean, and I think I only got into him because a friend of mine was like, yeah. uh, "You're cancery right now. You should yeah. read this because you know he's right cancery." Deadpool has a much more inspirational story than than Deathstroke, who's right. just like a terrible parent yeah. who has no feelings. <laughs> he he only his only thing in life is to kill other people and yeah. prove that he's better at killing other people. Yeah. Goes, that is correct. Deadpool yeah. has like a good reason to be fucking yeah. pissed. And I'm, I remember, and like, I remember when that first movie came out, right? <clears throat> My sister's like, "Well, your nephew wants to watch it, so what do you think?" And I was like, "Well, no, I'm like," and he was like, twelve or thirteen at the time, and I was like, "No," and she's like, "Well, is it just violence?" Like, you know, we watched violent stuff when growing up. I was like, "It is violence, but I mean, you know, there was a whole scene where like she pegs him, like where they're having the sex oh, scene, and yeah. she pegs him." And I'm like, do I want my nephew to watch pegging in a movie? And he's like 12 or 13. I'm like, He wouldn't nah. know what it is, though. I feel like oh, it's enough sh- tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. She's behind him. And if he like, knows it, then he knows it. And yeah. if he doesn't, he doesn't. And I told her, I was like, there's some heavy sexual stuff. And she's like, what? And I was like, probably stuff you don't even know what it is, you know? Yeah. And she goes, oh, okay. So, I mean, I, I just didn't want her, like to say yes, and then right. they go watch it, and, and then she's it, like, and then it's your fault. Right? And it's my fault. I'm like, yeah. I wouldn't do it. But, well, you know. That's just, that's the very reason they 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 made a PG thirteen version of Deadpool. Right. That was the second one, though. I've heard about this. Have you heard? Have you seen? I haven't watched it, but people are like, go back and watch it. There's a the PG thirteen Christmas edition of the mm-hmm. second Deadpool. Yeah. Have you guys watched this? I did watch that. And I heard it's it's like well worth watching. It's different. It is different. Yeah. Like wow! I thought it was the first one. Mm-mm. Okay, then one. W- why is it not? A, it's not on my. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Better go watch it. Better go watch it. Well, I I I did just uh, get the special edition of uh, Deadpool two, and it doesn't. It has three different versions of the movie, but not a Christmas PBG thirteen one. Yeah. I thought well, that was the first well, one. I don't know if it was a Christmas edition, but it came out around Christmas. Yeah. They they put it back in the theaters, like it was a PG thirteen edition, and they put it out at the theaters yeah. during Christmas. So in the commercial, he was, like, dressed as Santa Claus. Oh, my God. I forgot that I had to talk to you. So the only reason I'm remembering this mm-hmm. is because it's one of the characters, I believe, at Deadpool 2, where the the pyro kid. Yeah. Okay. You know who I'm talking about? The yeah. Australia kid? Yeah. Okay. So on. Oh, sorry. New Zealand Yeah, because he's, he's Maori, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, now I feel like an asshole. Anyway, it's okay. Uh, I, I've so been in New Zealand a couple times. Ne- I just noticed the accent difference. Netflix <laughs> Shut the fuck has up. been suggesting movies to me, and I finally like <laughs> took them up on their offers. And there was a movie that we watched, and it is the best movie we have watched in years. Uh-huh. It was entertaining. This it is going to be the, te- the Tiki Watiti movie. Isn't no, it? no, it is. On Netflix uh-huh. under um, Hidden Gems or okay. something like that. And it is called Discovering the Wildings. That's not the Tiki Watiti movie? I don't think so. Oh, I, I totally think it I is. I have no well, idea. maybe it is. Who I thought you you were calling. I thought that was the name in the movie. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's a director or writer. I'm pretty sure this is like. Or Wilders. Those. It might be the Wilder people. 
Discovery of the Wilder People. Oh, Hunt for the Wilder Hunt People. Hunt for the Wilder People. Yeah, that's uh, that's Tiki Watiti. Is it? That's like his yes. first film. It yeah. was the best yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah, see? Yeah. Boom. Oh. Okay. <laughs> He's in the cast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Tiki Watiti is like the, the biggest director like in the world right now. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't even know. I don't know who. I didn't know who. Yeah. Dra- All we saw was it was Jurassic Park mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. And... It was in that Hidden Gems, yeah, and then that kid, and we're like, okay, we'll give it a it. chance. Yeah, everybody should go watch this movie. It yeah. is so fucking good. Did you see the it's third funny? The third Thor movie. Yes, he did that movie. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. But anyway, this movie mm-hmm. though, I feel is underrated as fuck. Have you seen that? What we do in the shadows? Oh yeah, yes. yes. That's he did that. He did that. Yes, okay, yes. okay. Yeah. I, I mean, cool. He's a great director. I'm not talking about oh, that. I I, I'm just, he did a great job. But also, this right. movie mm-hmm. is so good. Like, probably just the most feel good, yeah. entertaining. Like, sure, he did Thor. Sure, oh, he did all that stuff. Rice Darby's in it. Nice. Oh yeah, the the cast yeah. is amazing. Uh, the director obviously did a fantastic job, yeah. but I'm gonna tell you, this is the best feel good movie we've watched in a while. Oh no, actually, I don't. I'm not, I'm not, I thought this was one of those first ones. Uh, I haven't even seen this. I've it nothing is about it. I, I, I've seen the previews so for good. it. I just have just. It's just one of those movies. I we know I like seeing, it. Yeah, we kept yeah. seeing the trailer and yeah. we kept kind of like passing it over. Yeah. But don't pass it over anymore. It is so. Yeah. Good, especially with like what's going on in the world and what's going on in right. our city. It's just it was a good escape. Like we we both will either like scroll through our phone or Jason will play like uh video games and this one both of us stopped what we were doing because okay. it was so good. I'll tell you what I did yesterday that that I felt that way about. What? So right now it started Wednesday. There's a tribute to Van Gogh. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I was looking for a place to go on a date. And, I, you know, I, I, I'm kind of an art, you know, I like I like art calories and stuff like that. And so I was like, well, we should go to this. And she was like, yeah, absolutely. And people I know who saw it in L.A. were like, it's, it's amazing. Right. Undersold. It is breathtaking. Mm, wow. It is absolutely, a, do not let it leave the city and not see it. It is fantastic. First of all, like, what you might do is there's, a, you can go on YouTube and you can kind of see, like, um, there's, like, little documentaries about his life. Mm-hmm. So Van Gogh, when he was a little boy, or before he was born, his mother, they had another child, another boy, and she named him Vincent. And the boy died, at, like, at birth. So then Van Gogh was, you know, the child after that. So she, they named him Vincent as well. But his mother could never feel the love for him. She was still heartbroken over the child before, so she never loved him. So that was like the beginnings of his life. And I mean, throughout his life, this is like an ongoing theme. He struggles with like acceptance with people. And then his brother was even an art uh, dealer and would not even look at his art to like see if he could sell it. And then when he died, they used his, like they threw a bunch of his art away. And they even found a painting that his like, one of his family members was using as the roof of a chicken coop. <laughs> like he just had the like he, like a horrible life, you know. So when you go through this exhibit, knowing that, and you kind of like see it like as you're walking through, because they they prime you as you walk through this maze of like uh, quotes. 
from like from letters that he like wrote to his brother and to other people as well you can feel like just the like um like he just doesn't believe in himself ever Mm -hmm. ever um and like no one believes in him he's very poor Mm. so there's not the big thing was is like he always wanted to be a part of a collective so they suggested that gogan move and live with him and he was very excited about it and then they just like hated each other and so it did not work and the big thing was is like to get models it was expensive and so he could he would only paint because he was poor like the room he was in or what he saw out the window or if he went out in the field and saw people he would paint them without them knowing it and so it's very sad so when you go to this thing it's like like how do you have any like it says in the thing how do you have an exhibit on van gogh without the paintings right and you go and it's like so emotional wow. like people are like i'm gonna take my kid to it it's not a kid thing yeah like i said that earlier it is not a kid thing well because of the way they advertise yeah. it they yeah. have like kids running through i was like oh well maybe i could mm. like uh mm. expose her because yeah. because danny likes to paint and she likes yeah. art and stuff and i was like oh maybe i could expose her to van gogh <sighs> Yeah. But to pay $50 ruin yeah. other people's experience yes. because my kid yes. is going to be running around. And, and um, someone's kid started screaming mid-thing. No. Like, just screaming. Yeah. And I was like, awesome. Thank you for bringing well, and that. I try to just be mindful the about that. existential gr- yeah. dread finally got to him. They're all, no. Yeah. So, with that, I mean, there's, I, there's really no spoiler right here. When you get to the final room of the exhibit, it's just a massive warehouse room with two big pillars and the two big pillars are all like everything is like projector you know like done by projectors Mm -hmm. but like four eight k whatever the most amazing projectors you could possibly get in like in this final room there may be like 30 projectors could be easily because like the floor is 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 projected all 360 degrees are projected the pillars 360 around them are projected wow. like they're they're when i say pillars they're like four screens right and so you get in this room there's like a 45 minute 45 to 50 minute i don't want to say video it's like an experience because like they'll put up like like they'll they'll like show like him like they'll, they'll show the paint strokes and everything of like a painting like going on and it's like 360 around you and then quotes are like shooting across the floor and then they'll do like a bunch of his paintings that are like uh like water based and then it's animated you know and then they'll do the ones that are all portraits of people and like you're you're like looking at it and all of a sudden their eyes will start blinking and they'll like move around a little bit and you're like like this is like i'm just getting chills thinking about like right now that's crazy and like you can get a little sick in it like the person i was with got sick had to go to the bathroom because it's really like animated, but it's like wow. weird because it's all I around. Some mushrooms. Um, I thought like that's when I first walked into one of the rooms. I was like, if you were on mushrooms right now, this shit would be lit. And then like, <laughs> and, like and like when I got in the final room, I was very glad I was not. And I mean, it was breathtaking. Wow. And heartbreaking to watch some fool texting on their phone while this amazing thing was happening around not many people were but some were another thing too that really blew my brain was like people like filming it 
I'm like, just take it in. Just enjoy it. So yeah. here's something. I'm yeah. glad you brought this. So, like, somebody the other day was like, you need to take more pictures of you with the kids, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I took the kids to the zoo the other day. Sure. And I took some pictures, of course, because it was yeah. Ian's first time at the zoo and whatever. But we went with, like, um, a bunch of other moms and their kids. And they were taking pictures so much. And I was like... I mean, yeah, sure, but I also want to, like, enjoy this time with my kids right, exactly. and, like, explain the animals to them. Right. And, and see. So, like, I took Ian into the penguin exhibit, blew his fucking mind. Like, a penguin went by him, and it was like, and if I had been holding my phone up yeah. to take a picture of him, I would have totally right. missed that moment. And I think... I think it's great that we take so many pictures now, but, like, we also need to remember to, like, enjoy the moment. And I hate that, like, at comedy. I fucking hate it when I am performing comedy. And, like, I could care less if you're texting whatever, Mm -hmm. but I hate it when people are doing, um, like, you could tell they're doing, like, something for their story Uh, to post about being at comedy uh, while you're doing comedy and uh, like you're missing everything right just yeah enjoy it just enjoy your life i've got i've got a i got a little different take on that one i've I've been told i'm selfish a few times because i when there's something like really like important that i want to like take photos of i always get like a disposable camera Mm. oh uh-huh. Because then no one can like look at their photos, and I don't even know what it's gonna look like for like right. this might all be shit. Yeah. Say geez, yeah, but you know, I was and thinking like, about Why? this, and but but then I never I never show them online, and like what do you right. like? I guess you'd have to come to me and get an actual copy of it, and, and like, like talk so to selfish. me, and yeah. right. well, you know, I was actually just talking to, so uh, I'm planning a wedding ish thing, and uh, I was actually just talking to somebody about the fact that. My parents' wedding photographer did not show up. Okay? Oh wow! So my my grandma ran to like Walgreens or whatever and got. I think they got like a bunch of like disposable disposable cameras, and then they also got like film for Polaroid cameras. And so we have all these like random <laughs> pictures. But you know what? I think they're better than, like, what a photographer could do. Mm-hmm. Because a photographer is going to be set up to do, you know, what you tell them to do. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, all these people just took pictures of yeah. what they were experiencing or what they saw. And so that's what I'm thinking about doing. Well, and then today. Because I think it would be fun. Would With be a bunch fun. of comedians. Mm-hmm. Well, You're to- a brave person. <laughs> well, well, and, and, like, today. Uh, so- the comedians aren't invited. So if you look at if you look at my story or uh-huh. my Facebook or my Instagram, you will not see anything from that exhibit. Right. So then today I, I like Because you, you experienced I enjoyed it. it. Yeah. So then today I saw people post and they'd have like four pictures and then a video. And I'm like, I hope you stayed and watched it again. Right. Without all this shit. And like and everybody's tied into the, and I mean, I do it just as bad as anybody oh, else. Yeah. Everybody's tied into this, like, let me show you how cooler my life is than yours right. is. But, like, also, people, you know, take one or two photos and say, this was really amazing. Here's a sample, so you should go see it. Right. But not this, like, dude, there's, like, eight pictures and then a video bullshit. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's come dumb. on. Like, did I you enjoy it? I also hate that shit at, like, concerts. 
We went to go see uh, Coheed and Cambria yeah. and Hamster. It was his first time seeing mm-hmm. them, and he, like, reads their graphic novels. Like, he he will read the graphic novel while listening to the album that goes with the graphic mm-hmm. novel, and he gets really into it. So he was really excited to be there. And there were so many people holding their phone up, recording oh, a concert, and it's yep. like, here here's why? Here's the hot take on this. Nobody wants to watch that at work. No. Nobody wants to watch it when you go out. Like, man, it never I saw sounds good. A, and we have to hear good. you singing along. Yeah. Also. Uh, dude, I saw Ozzy and fucking Zach Wild. I filmed it. Everybody's gonna look at that and be annoyed as fuck. They have to watch. Nobody likes it. Nobody yeah. gives a shit. Just letting everyone know. Just enjoy the live yeah, music. Fucking live. A. These people work really hard. Yeah. To like put on a show. So. Well, I record it so I can watch it back. Sounds like shit. Yeah, it's. Go listen why to the don't record. you? If you just watch yeah. the concert, you'll have memories you can yeah. remember. Or listen back to the. <laughs> now, what is cool? What is cool? And like some bands do this, and then also there's like tapers that do this. Yeah. So I went and saw Pearl Jam in uh, Miami, and it was uh, they 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 record off the board. Almost, I think they record every concert they do. See, and that's awesome. But they don't ever do the same set list. Right. So then they have a website. And I mean, this is really smart. You can pay 20 bucks and you can download the entire audio that's from the so concert cool. you were at. I think that's and dope. And that's dope because that's like, you know. It's off the soundboard. Yeah. And mm-hmm. anyway. The banter is uh, different. You know, as you know. a person who is an entertainer, um, even though I'm like. You know, according to some people, not great. Um, <laughs> I still, you know, if it's the open mic, not so much. I mean, it's annoying, but like, I don't care. But if you're, you come to a show that I've prepared mm-hmm. to do, like, I don't think you understand how much of my anxiety I have to battle just to do that show. Right. And then I see you on your phone. It's so. It makes me feel defeated, and mm-hmm. it's terrible, and then sometimes they'll be, like, recording it, and you can tell they haven't heard the setup to the joke, yeah. and then they think you're crap. Anyway. I think I think if you want to... why I've never been to one of her shows. Yeah. If you want to lessen... No, it's just that James hates me. If you, if That's you wanna, why he doesn't come to my shows. If you want to lessen an anxiety, go to an open mic uh, in your town. And try to talk to one of the comedians before they go up. <laughs> if you want to lessen an anxiety, because uh, they're all like fucking wound up, like it's a like a, like yeah. a watch. And yeah. it's it's funny because like Chris comes to my open mic a lot, and as the host, even I am like yeah. kind of not really fun to talk to before <laughs> I start hosting. Yeah, he said. Uh, Craig says uh, Billy Corgan used to do a no phone yep. rule at shows. I'm down with it. I think that's um, a great rule. I, I love when it. I when I saw him, they didn't. But um, here's the thing: Smashing Pumpkins was so amazing that I didn't. You know, you didn't need to pull it out. I, I don't even know if I took a picture. We did. We did get the set list. So, yeah. And I, I used to have it. I don't know where it's at. But, but you got you got to track down on the street, going <clears> to thrift stores and shit. That's right. <laughs> and then you take a photo of them, and you're like, "Motherfucker, you're in public." Yeah can't say no to me now yeah motherfucker i mean he has like six foot four he's like a big dude man i feel like he'd be easy to like spot yeah. in a crowd. six foot four bald guy yeah because yeah. he's billy he's billy yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to just the way he dresses. Yeah. Just oh, the yeah, way he, just... he looks yeah. in general. Y'all, oh, that poor guy has cancer. Oh, that's Billy Corgan. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, he owns a wrestling promotion now. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. I didn't and know he's, that. Uh, he's the owner of the legendary NWA. He's a huge pro wrestling fan. Yeah. But, huh. uh, yeah, yeah. It's weird. I, I did not know that. I did not know that. Yeah, he owns the NWA. The National Wrestling Alliance, not the, oh. not the not the band. I thought it was the band. I was like, well, I don't know if he should own that. <laughs> How do you guys feel about uh, <laughs> Snoop Dogg buying uh, Death Row Records? I love it. I love Snoop Dogg. Yeah. I think he uh, he can buy whatever the fuck he well, wants. Well, and it's funny because like, <laughs> like where... it, it was owned by like a toy company. It was like a really weird, like, I think it was like, I can't remember which one. I want to say Kenner, but that doesn't sound right. Let's see. Watch it be Mattel. Um... Let me think. Uh, Hasbro. Hasbro? <laughs> Hasbro owned Death <laughs> Bro Records. I think that's hilarious. I don't know. I think, yeah. you know. It explains action figures. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. The NWA action figures. Oh, my God. Uh, that makes so much sense now. Yeah. No, I, I think... Uh, I think Snoop Dogg can have whatever the fuck he wants. He, he even has a friendship with Martha Stewart. I think that's adorable. I just, yeah. I love Snoop Dogg. Someone tried to meet to him online. They're like, uh, have we forgotten that this man, like, shot someone and da-da-da? And I, and I was like, no, we have not forgotten. No, we have I watched, not forgotten. I watched, I watched that as it unfolded, you know? Yeah. I remember when he came out in the VMAs and he was like, you know, murder was the case that they gave me. He's all. Yeah. What did he say? No more Indo gin and juice rolling up to Chino on the Grey Goose because he yeah. thought he thought he was going to go to yeah. you know prison. I was like, uh, my favorite moment of all time ever is when Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart mm-hmm. did Martha Stewart's talk show. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and they did a thing where they were like, one of us went to prison, <laughs> one of us has done time. And uh, yep. guess which one it is. Yep. And I love their friendship. They have well, like a genuine friendship, and I love it. When you say talk show, are you talking about the one that was on MTV? That was there. No. They had one together. They had one together, but this was before uh, oh, that. Oh, she had like a daytime show. She had she? a daytime show, and she invited Snoop Dogg to come on, That's and right. people loved it. But then people mm-hmm. were like talking shit about how Martha Stewart had this like gangster on. I'm like she's gangster. I'm like she's the gangster. He's like a dad who coaches yeah. football. Right? You know, he takes care of business. Yeah. And she's the one that was locked up. She's a felon. For hard time. <laughs> I just remember like, like she can't vote. No. You know? No, no, no. Snoop Dogg can vote. I just loved the I I watched like have you ever watched the show that on yes. TV? It was fantastic. I you know? love them. And it's so silly and dumb, but it's like It's silly and dumb. In a good way. You but know? they so like they are actual friends. Oh yeah. It's not just like contrived for like, you know, T V or whatever. You think Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart, you know? No, because no? he loves his wife. Okay. Hello. You think Snoop Dogg's uncle and Martha Stewart? I mean, maybe. I like when his uncle would I come out. I bet she would. I like what the, he'd come out with a secret barbecue sauce on the show, <laughs> and they'd have it in a briefcase, and it, it would be hanked up to his like arm. <laughs> right. The secret sauce, <laughs> and he would talk to he would like he would like flirt with the the uncle would like flirt mm-hmm. with Martha. I bet I bet I bet he hit it. I bet yeah. I mean, why not? And good for him. Is she is she married? No, I don't think so. Oh, interesting. I don't know much about. Okay, like I know I'm a stay-at-home mom but like i don't know anything about martha stewart except for that her pillows that they sell at fucking target are way overpriced i have to say though you talk Mm -hmm. about somebody who 
people hated. Yeah. Martha Stewart, when she went to jail, oh, people, people hated rooted her. for her going to jail. Yeah. Now, you talk about, I want to know, who. here's who you hire. Whoever, when she got out of jail, was like, I can help you turn this around. Whoever yeah. that person was. Well, and you amazing. know what? Here's the thing. I have yeah. a lot of respect for Martha Stewart because yeah. I think she was humbled. I oh, really shit, think yeah. she was humbled. I, I don't think it was the case of like... I went to jail as a rich person. I'm going to come out and hire PR people, right. and I'm not. I think she was legitimately humble. Well, sure. Except for, can you lower the price of your fucking pillows, like your decorative pillows? You know what Just, I saw? You know what I saw on Instagram so today? What? There's a company that makes Jonah Hillows. <laughs> what is that? I and need to know. pillows <laughs> in the shape of Jonah Hill's head. I need it. And he had one of them. They sent him one, and he's like, thank you for the Jonah Hillow. <laughs> I need a Jonah Hillo. That's scary. My birthday is coming up. Let's it see. is uh, eight days from now. Let's if you would like it. to buy me a Jonah Hillo. Oh, yeah. It's already March, isn't it? My uh, Oh, yeah. Your birthday is the day it. after mine? Something like that. Day before mine? Let's see. Maybe. I don't know. What day is it now? I'd have to. What day is yours? <laughs> Mine's I'm, on the 14th. I'm bad with time. Mine's on the 14th. Oh, wow, that's not the one, but, like, there, wow, there are a lot of pillows with Jonah Hill's face Who on knew them. it was so Holy necessary? Shit. Yeah. Let me see if I can find his Jonah Hill Instagram. I mean, if somebody would want to get me a Jonah Hill or yeah. a uh, pillow in the shape of, uh, uh, I'm now blanking on his name. He's very really awkward. <laughs> so He's my biggest crush. There's the Jonah Hill. Yeah, yes. Oh, Jeff Goldblum. That's what oh, it was. Yeah, 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 if you yeah. want to get me a pillow in the shape of Jeff Goldblum. Have you, not seen, have you seen those? No, not in the shape. Have you seen the Jeff Goldblum pillows where it's the sequined? And like, uh, let's see. No. Let's see. They're awesome. I have a friend who has one. Um, not me. Don't look how me. did I not know that this existed? <laughs> and they, let's see. Um, There it is. And like, it's a sequined one where like you, you rub your hand across <gasps> it. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, and then it changes like it shows his face, but if you, uh, you, but if you go the other direction, it I covers also it up. really want that shower curtain. <laughs> I I have a friend who does have but that shower curtain. Hamster would not allow me. So like, if somebody bought yeah. it for me as a gift, he would not be able to be like, you can't hang that up. But if I purchased it, he'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know what I mean? So, so I'm not saying. I'm just saying. So I have a friend who has this shower curtain, oh, so and good. we would do Zoom friend calls, uh, and he would put his hand behind the shower curtain and move his mouth, <gasps> and uh, it, was pretty, so good. it was pretty funny. But there's the Jonah Hillo. Oh my god, that's so good. <laughs> right? I want a Jonah Hillo. <laughs> yeah. I love Jonah Hill. <laughs> he seems like a really genuine person. He just he seems really cool. Yeah. I just like him. Thank you for the Jonah Hillows. Yeah, let's see. Uh, let's see. I think it's... Yeah. That's so cute. He's just so cute. That's the artist. There's one that... The other one has, like, the a bunch of them. Yeah. They, oh, they have a bunch so of different fun. stuff, but yeah. Oh, my God. There's a whole bunch of Jonah Hillows. <laughs> so, Jonah Hill <laughs> was actually in Estancia. What? So, he was filming something here. Okay. And... They had to film something in Estancia, and he actually ate at the local restaurant oh, wow. there that was, like, across the pasture from my house. 
And <laughs> all these people were like, I feel like that guy's a liberal. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I mm-hmm. feel like. You're right. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> and that's why I want to go meet him. Oh, um, yeah. So. You met him? Yes, I did. Nice. He was very sweet. And he asked me what I ate there. And I told him. And he was like, that sounds delicious. Oh, and nice. so he ordered it, too. Aw. And then I wanted to take a picture with him. But then I felt weird because he was, like, so sweet, and he was just, like, trying to eat a burrito. Ugh. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to let you eat your burrito. Which is probably, honestly, why he was so nice to me, is I, I was just like, oh, yeah, this is what I normally eat. Also, I like your movies. Bye. Oh. You know. Yeah. I don't want to be do. rude. Yeah. Yeah, no. You know. No. Unless they're weird back, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so. Weird or rude, whatever. Yeah. Hey, I, hey, I just can I take a photo of you? I would be I wouldn't be comfortable with that. And you go, All right, well then I'm just gonna touch you and run away giggle. <laughs> <laughs> I would laugh at that. That'd you know funny. who made me sad though was Samuel L. Jackson. No. I met him and he wasn't like mean, but I was working for the James Douglas show and they opened for Cat Williams. It was the Cat Williams show where he showed up all fucked up. And there used to be a drummer in town who looked like Samuel L. Jackson. So we're all having a meeting and somebody was like, Samuel L. Jackson just walked in. I was like, no, he didn't. That That's the, the guy. And then, uh, no, it was really Samuel L. Jackson. And I love, love, love Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah. Like so fucking much. And I was so excited because the band got to hang out with him. Because he's, like, friends with Cat Williams, so he, like, came to the show. Okay. So, James Douglas' show got to hang out with him, but because I just, like, worked for them, I had to go do things. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, uh, I walked up to him, and I was, like, hello, Mr. Jackson. He was, like, no, not today. I am not Samuel L. Jackson today. I am just a guy coming to watch a comedy show. Aww. And I was, like, okay. <laughs> but I was just like, I, I didn't want to be weird. I just mm-hmm. wanted to, like, say hello. Yeah. But, yeah. He was just trying to be a He wasn't being look. a jerk. He just, you I know. I feel that. Yeah. It just made me sad. He's all, fuck you. Get <laughs> yeah. the fuck out of my face. <laughs> he was like, I'm not Samuel Jackson today. I'm just a guy watching a comedy show. Oh, fair enough. And I'm like, how'd you like that comedy show, Samuel Jackson? How'd you <laughs> like that? You're all, How hey, was that for you? You're all, hey, Sammy. You could have shook my hand, all right? Because that comedy show, guess what? It sucked. That was karma. Like that was <laughs> did it, karma. Did it? Yeah, okay. Fair enough. I just, it hurt my little feelings Aww. a little bit. Well, that's yeah. okay. Sometimes you have to look Guy Pierce right in the face and say like, whatever, I'm going to touch you and run away. <laughs> just, I wish really? I had done that to Samuel Jackson. <laughs> did you really he, do that? Did you at, do that? Um, at the end of the time, he was at the bar. Uh, I was like, can we take a, like me and my brother are like yeah. really huge fans. Yeah. Can we take a photo? He's like, no, not today. I was like. Mm-hmm. Well, screw you! We're just gonna touch you and run away. So I have a <laughs> I friend. I have a friend that uh, worked with him on a on a movie, and because he did that movie Memento. Oh, I love my that friend. Movie. My friend got a, a ta- like had him autograph his arm because they they ended up being friends. And he and he says, uh, "I'm I'm Guy Pierce." He wrote, "I'm Guy Pierce" on his arm, and my friend went and got it tattooed on his arm. Aww. Like because it was all. And I mean, if you never saw Memento, you wouldn't understand. I love but, yeah, Memento. Yeah. Great yeah. That's an amazing uh, story. That's where Christopher Nolan got his start, right? That's, that's right, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to end the show here. I know we're having a great time, but I've got stuff to do. Uh-huh. i got things going on. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't just sit around doing podcasts all day, uh-huh. guys. But uh, I want to thank 
uh, Christian Macaroon for coming on. Yes, thank you. Thank you you for sharing your poetry. Buy her book. You you know. Give her all your money. Give her money. (laughs) I will. Okay. Just like all of your money that you have in your bank account, buy that many copies of her book. Smart. And then give them away for Christmas. Yeah. You know, or Hanukkah. (laughs) Or... Or Easter. You know, also, my birthday is coming Mm up. If you're from Albuquerque, (laughs) Easter's. buy me a book. Easter's. 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 It's a great Easter's gift. Yeah. Oh, Easter's is coming up, no? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Is that is that how it, oh, it is? Yeah. Yeah. I had to explain to someone. Mm-hmm. They're like they're like uh, it was like two days ago. They're like, well, it's Mardi Gras, and I was like, it is not Mardi Gras. It is Mardi, Mardi Gras. Gras I, I, well, now I said Mardi Gras ended uh, Tuesday, and they're like, oh. what do you mean? I was like, well, that was Fat Tuesday. Yeah. And they're like, okay. It's a day. I said Mardi Gras is the two weeks prior to Ash Wednesday, and Fat yeah. Tuesday is the last day. Then the Ash Wednesday begins the Lent, and they're like, yeah. "Oh, you're Catholic." I was like, "No, I just don't. I just like you know That's understand other people's works. religions." You know. Uh, my <laughs> favorite is, uh, you know, I had to explain to somebody um, what a nor'easter was, uh-huh. and they thought it had something to do with Easter. Interesting. And um, huh. if you don't know the answer to that, you're welcome. Google. <laughs> Google. Google. But yeah, I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank you guys for being here. And uh, with that, we We are are 10 Drink Minimum. Minimum.